Hi friends, my name is Amina Mejdoubi and you are listening to the podcast Unpacking with Mina. This podcast is a safe space where comfortable and uncomfortable conversations will occur. We will explore together the world by dissecting various issues that pertain to the human experience in a raw, authentic and fun way. So buckle up for a fun ride. Hi friends and welcome back to another episode of Unpacking with Mina. I really missed you. It's been so long since I came on here and discussed a topic with you because as some of you know, I went to Morocco. Um, I had surgery and we just started school again. For the ones that don't know, I'm a high school teacher. So life has been a little bit crazy, but I'm back. And I'm so happy to be back. Um, I first want to thank you for all your messages that you have been sending me uh, on my Instagram for the ones that follow me on my Instagram, which is style right repeat. Today I'm going to talk about a topic that was suggested to me by a friend, and it is the topic of how to continue working on a long-term goal when you lose motivation so it got me thinking about my own goal goals and what happens when i lose motivation what do i do and how i get back on track so today i'm going to share with you a little bit of my experience but also some research um, that i read about that i believe could be helpful to us to to help us stay on track with our goals um so let's just say that you have set a goal and it's a long-term goal. And so it's going to take you either a couple of months or a couple of years to achieve that goal. A lot of people get so excited. They, they, they set a goal and then they get so tired in the middle of it or, or even the beginning of the, go- of the goal and just give up. This happens for many reasons, uh, but the number one reason is the loss of motivation and the, the 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 forgetting of the why this is our first point which is remembering your why what was the reason you first started and you wanted to work on this project maybe reconnect with that purpose repeatedly so that it could help you keep going when you're feeling less inspired whenever that happens and so what what helps me is if you know me personally and you've been to my space and place, you know that I have sticky notes. I love sticky notes a lot. And if I feel like I need to remember to fight for something or to go for something, then I just put it all over my apartment. Um, it's just a reminder. It works for me. But... I know sometimes people feel pressured and overwhelmed, and so it's okay if it doesn't work for you. But what I put on my sticky notes is the end product, um, that goal. What would my life look like at the end of that goal? When I was working on my second book, um, I just, all I did was two books. I wrote two books on different sticky notes, and I, I basically just wanted the idea to have published two books in the world before I die. And every time I saw that, I pushed myself 
harder to work on my book and now it's finished. So, so please remember your why and the reason you first started working on that project. And chances are you're going to smile because we always have goals that are going to move us forward, obviously, and help us grow either as people or in our work. And these things make us feel good about ourselves. So maybe sit with yourself and remember what motivated you in the beginning to think and choose this goal. The second thing is have an accountability partner. And what does that mean? It just means that it's a good idea to have people that are aware of your goal that you could share them with, share your goal with. And these people's jobs would be to help you stay on track um, when you feel less motivated. These people are not going to be responsible to remind you every single day that you have a goal that you should be working on. But these are the people that you trust, and that you talk to when you feel down and you say, hey, I'm so not feeling like working on that. I'm so over it. And then that person would say, remember what you said to me the other day that this is going to be life-changing or that this is going to help you um, get a better salary at your job, whatever the reason, whatever your why is, then that person would remind you of your why and just help you stay on track. Um, I hope you have good friends like I do. I have amazing friends who I'm able to share these things with and family members as well, who I'm able to tell talk about my goals too and when I feel not motivated then I you know lean on them for strength and vice versa you could be that person for those for your friends as well because you know friendship is a two-way street um you 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 want to have that space for each other obviously the next um thing that I do actually when I have a very um far goal is I have small bites and what does that mean when I have a big project I set deadlines but mini deadlines so for example when I was working on my book I never thought about my deadlines as big chapters because a chapter is a huge deadline every week I would set a baby goal and those baby goals eventually become the big goal. And I think sometimes when we get excited about a project, we get so excited and we set these big goals and we feel like we cannot handle them because they're overwhelming. And so when you make sure that your goals are digestible and they are not overwhelming and achievable and realistic, then it is more likely you would re achieve them. And the more of those baby goals that you achieve, the closer you are to your actual big goal. And as because I first of all, I use um, uh, sticky notes, as I said, but I also use notes on my phone. And whenever I um, achieve one of those small goals, I just cross it off and it feels so good. The more mini goals you cross off, the closer you get to your actual goal. Next is celebrate small victories. So when you achieve that little baby goal, 
that's something to celebrate because that is one goal you are one goal goal closer to your actual big goal this is something to celebrate for sure and i think i personally do that um so i look forward to those celebrations and those celebrations could look like anything for yourself really um examples of things i i do is i take myself to my favorite restaurant my favorite coffee shop um I buy myself something, I allow myself to enjoy a very delicious meal in the comfort of my living room, something very hearty and just um, tasty. It just depends. Sometimes I just go for a run um, to celebrate that small victory. This way I am honoring my strength and I'm honoring my effort that I put in in that goal. Next is take breaks. Again, when we get so excited about a project, we tend to go all the way. And that's not bad, but eventually it becomes bad because you burn out. And burnout affects motivation. Um, as a teacher, if I burn out, I'm not going to be great for my students. So I never allow myself to get to, to a point where I can't do my work because I force myself to do a hundred million things and now I can't even do the bare minimum. I try to listen to my body um, and I've had to cancel many times. I've had to cancel some work days, um, not my teaching job, but I've had to cancel my own uh work days on my book so like i used to work on my book on fridays and some fr fridays all i needed was rest that is all i needed and i noticed that when i forced myself to continue on my project like okay mina you promise you will work on fridays no matter what work on the book and i force myself i actually don't get a lot done and i don't get quality work done it's just a lot of quantity for nothing. So I switched to listening to my body. And when I rest, let me tell you, rest is underrated because I feel 100% back. And so I have better motivation and better energy to work on my things. But, and it's, and this also translates into the classroom. Like if I burn out, and I don't take a day off sometimes just for my mental health, then at some point I just become a crazy teacher and my students do not deserve that. So um, take your breaks, people. Please take your breaks because our brains are not computers. Even a computer would shut down on you if you like abuse it. I want to share with you a research that Mr. Thomas Batemans, I think that's how you say his name, he interviewed scientists who were doing long-term research in fields like cancer, biodiversity, and geology. And the research was trying to determine what keeps these researchers motivated, even though the results, the results of their research takes years. So this researcher found that the scientist's motivation is broken into four categories. The first one is possible futures. The second one is possible selves. 
The third one is near-term gratifications. And the last one is task interest. We're going to first talk about the two categories, which is possible futures and possible selves. These two happen when the long-term goal is actually achieved and done. These scientists talked about how their work impacts their children, grandchildren, or society in general, especially because their, their research is definitely beneficial for people. So, but what does that mean to you? Just envision what your goal is going to change in your life or maybe in other people's lives. Um, think about your possible future and your possible self. What are you going to be like once that goal is achieved? Is something going to change in you? Are you going to stay the same person? Um, let me give you an example of my book. I don't think I'm a different person, but I definitely feel like I do have another book. That, well, it's not published yet, but I'm about to publish another book that I can use to connect with people, that people can relate to and get inspired by. And as some of you know, inspiring people, I want it to be my full-time job. Well, it is my full-time job. Wait, it is my full-time job. I'm a teacher. And Lord knows, I try every day to inspire those kids. Sometimes I fail. Sometimes I, I win. But let's go back to our topic, which is motivation and long-term goal. So think about your possible future. What would that look like when you have achieved that goal? And your possible self. Because if you have a goal of getting a master's degree, for example, and going back to school. Um, actually, I thought about a, a, a friend here, Semya. You just popped up in my mind because I think we, we talked about the possibility of you going back to school and I hope you're able to do it but what what would that look like in your life if you go back to school and you achieve that goal what would change in your life the second categories are near-term gratification and task interests these have everything to do with those mini goals short-term achievements they provide encouragement and progress that will eventually get you to your long-term goal so think about those small victories that we discussed earlier that we should celebrate. So these gratifications could be as simple as um, getting a positive reaction when discussing your goal with somebody and feeling so proud um, talking about your project. Or it could be you finding out something in research that's revolutionary as you are actually working on a bigger research project. Whatever is helping you get closer to your goal. So all these categories, I think we can relate to them. Possible futures, possible selves, near-term gratifications, and task interest. Task interest, um, I think I forgot to mention that. So task interest is when when people who are working on their goals are actually interested in whatever they're working on. The scientists are obviously interested in science and research. And so loving something definitely helps you do better at it. 
So that's what helps them stay motivated in their long-term goal. And I can attest to that because I feel like um, when I work on a project that is fun for me and creative, I tend to just go for it and love it and do 100% in it and give my whole effort in it. I just, I just like immerse myself in such a thing because I'm obviously doing something that I extremely enjoy. So at the end of this, I want to ask you some questions and leave you with these questions that will help you maybe rethink your goal and motivation. Maybe these questions will help you pinpoint what you're missing right now to be able to get to your goal. So the questions are, what would the future hold if I've achieved this goal? Or what would my future look like if this goal is achieved by me? What would it mean for me personally? Even if it's a goal that is for your career, what would that mean for you personally? And how can I build in short-term gratification? How can I set mini goals so that I can later celebrate them. So once you have that goal and maybe revisit your goal, like, okay, maybe before you just had that big goal, that big scary goal, and now you can go back and break it into mini goals. Last, last but not least is this question. How can I appreciate the most interesting and the least interesting parts of my project. It's wise to expect challenges and hurdles in any project we actually partake in. Any project or anything, because that's just part of life. Nothing is just always a smooth ride. Which brings me to my last question, which is failure. Just have a plan to cope with failure along the way. Use your failures as a basis for improvement as a, and a drive for success rather than allowing it to um, discourage you or demotivate you. Because it's going to happen. Any project is going to have challenges and maybe failures. And that's okay. Because failures are just roadblocks. But you know what? You're a Jeep. You're going to drive on that roadblock you might need a little minute but you're gonna be okay and you're gonna surpass it and get your goal and i just want to tell you that once you get to the goal it's so worth it you deserve to feel that feeling you deserve to experience what it's like to accomplish a long-term goal after going through a lot after setting all those mini goals, and then you get to that goal, it is totally worth it. And I want you to experience that. So I hope that today's episode maybe helped you to rethink about goal setting, and especially for your long-term goals. I really hope that you found something helpful in this episode. I am so glad to be back, and I will see you next week with another episode. Love and light, Mina.